minus 40 seconds. T minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Folks, it's Friday. I know what Friday even means. It's still working. But uh, welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, WWT Live, the Friday edition. And I am not alone. We're going to be talking about Sasha Banks, Malachi Black, um, Vince McMahon, so many other good stuff. But we have Professor Bonner in the building what to do what to do how are you tk happy friday way better than wednesday and i was hoping wow. that i wonder if i should tell that story uh of kane and i's adventures on wednesday after the show well uh, yeah like, tell us yeah. after the show then again okay. knowing kane you never know when that can come up you know yeah so. maybe okay i'll give him to have this kane so and, yeah, yeah then i'll then i'll tell i'll, I'll tell that I'll tell that's adventure. Um, but we uh, have a new a segment. Lot. A lot to talk about. Yes. Top rope. So what, what do we have? What's our first story? Well, off the top rope today is somewhat of a follow-up that we talked about a few weeks ago surrounding Malachi Black. And sometimes I think we can't write these stories better than they write themselves. So... Going all the way back to All Out, where it seemed as though Malachi Black said his goodbyes, uh, not on pay-per-view, but to the in-house audience. And so then from there, we heard that Malachi Black had been given a conditional release from AEW. And so that's where all the reports went out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A couple of weeks ago, he was at a uh, house show at an independent organization where he gave a goodbye speech of sorts. Of course, Kane has been um, talking along with other people about the idea that we will see Malachi Black perhaps at the Royal Rumble uh, mm -hmm. in January. Well, Malachi Black actually took to Instagram Live and posted a rather lengthy statement on social media to explain his statement back at Prestige Wrestling and to give some further update to where he is. So it was a long <laughs> statement. The long and short of it is... He is not going to WWE. He has not been released from AEW. And as soon as he gets his mental and private life together, he'll be back in AEW. 
So that's that is the Cliff Notes version yeah. of a rather long statement, a very extensive statement that he put out there. Pretty upset with some of the folks who were reporting things who apparently wrote it, uh, reporting the length of his contract wrong, several other details wrong. And uh, he did say, you'll see me right back in AEW pretty soon. He's just taking some time off. That's all. So this kind of lends itself back to something you had said earlier about lengths of contracts and would they really let him out of a contract that he just kind of got into. And so it looks like he wasn't really looking to be let out of his contract at all. He just legit wanted some time off. So sorry, I, no Malachi Black in WWE. I swear, like wrestling news, and we cover it, so obviously, um, but it is... Um, I don't even know how to like explain it. It's kind of like the the false equivalent of like fake news. Um, it it you know for for everything that we we talk about, there's a, and there's a difference. And I've said this before, time and time again. If you look at Women's Wrestling Talk, the website as far as articles, the stuff that we post are either opinion pieces, and if we do post news, it's something that's typically coming from the wrestlers themselves. Mm -hmm. um, we don't post stuff that has just been reposted by everybody right. else right. um but the news that we talk about because that's what that's what it is um yeah. it's just kind of like it's always changing it's almost like a real housewives um mm -hmm. version like you know you know all the characters right. there's always right. something different but she said something different versus what is supposed to be happening and right, then right. you know the the reunion special is the wrestling events that we see on a weekly basis. Like it's just <laughs> right. It's no just way. it's just absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, but hey, Casey, how are you doing? Um, hey, hey, but you know, without and then we wouldn't really be talking about much. So sure. it's a catch twenty two. But I do suggest, like I say, time and time again, that whatever you read from mm -hmm. these sources that say that, especially if they say that they have confidential sources. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. Like the fact sure. that the thing that Malachi Black was talking about in his piece is that he was getting death threats based yep. off an article that was not correct. So, like, I know you can't necessarily show journalistic integrity if you're not a journalist, but right. just an FYI, folks, if you are reading a lot of these articles, take it with a grain of salt. And yeah. on the flip side, it's not your life. So why, why, why the death threats? What? Yeah, the, the death threats thing is kind of wild to me. And again, mm -hmm. it speaks to, you know, I know that a lot of people have been trying to change the narrative in terms of what is the demographic of a wrestling fan, right? You know, and that's one of the reasons why it's believed that Vince McMahon didn't want to call it pro wrestling. He wanted to call it sports entertainment, uh, not just to appeal to advertisers, but to really change the look and feel of what the wrestling fan looked like, as opposed to those who were kind of just attending the, attending the armories and things like that. And it's for reasons like this, because the idea that you would threaten a man's life because he chose to take time off to get himself together is right. ludicrous. That's absolutely ludicrous. So I don't know who those people are, but they really, they need something done and they need work on themselves because that's really, really crazy. And then the I other mean, thought is, go ahead. They're everywhere, though. They, th that's <laughs> the point. Death threats, it, it's like people, it, it's unfortunate, but the way social media is set up, um, mm -hmm. people send death threats all the time to various people. 
um, about the craziest things. And it's just right. kind of like, it, it's just weird to me. Like, what, why? Yeah. Like, are you, I, I, and I don't, don't want to like, you know, speak to, but it, it, you're legitimately not going to go and like, does that make you feel, I don't understand the concept behind it. It's very, yeah. confusing, right? it, it's quite confusing as if you won't get caught in making the threats or even your poor attempt to carry it out. So it's, right. it's, it's really quite crazy. Anyway, I hope for Malachi Black, he's able to actually enjoy the time off that he is taking that he can accomplish what he wants to accomplish from it. And then he can come back uh, bigger and better than ever, uh, getting to actually accomplish what he intends to accomplish in AEW. But we can put the rumor to bed. He's not going to WWE per his own post. Um, and that all of this was just to take uh, time off. And to Casey's point, this tribalism in wrestling, I mean, it's a thing, and I think it's an unfortunate thing, you know. Um, and and it happens in a lot of places outside of wrestling, but you know, for whatever reason, I don't know why people feel like you can only be either or, you know, either WWE or AEW, either majors or indies. Like, you know, you can just like wrestling, which right. means you can like it all. And or I'm hoping like some of it, but then you don't need to voice your opinion. It's not, it's not that. Well, and that's just it. It's okay if you have a preference towards one thing, but it doesn't have to be at the expense of another. You right. know, if you like oranges, but you don't like apples, it doesn't have to be because apples did something to oranges. You just have a preference for oranges. That's okay. So that uh, is yeah. a um, House of Dragons reference. Have you seen House of Dragons? I have not. That's the second time House of Dragons has been mentioned to me today, though. So I guess I need to. to see. <sighs> it's it's yeah. I, I am not a person who likes to commit to shows like I like to binge okay. watch. But yeah. uh, House of Dragons and um, Abbott Elementary, I have now. Um, I love Abbott now. Yeah. Added to my list of things that I, I have to watch at least by the end of the week. Like I probably yeah. won't watch it the day of just because life, but um, yeah, that House of Dragons reference. Well, I won't spoil it for y'all, but okay, that was literally in like the last, yeah, the last week's episode, which was that's crazy, wow, horrendous, um, in crazy. a good way. So um, <laughs> yes, I won't spoil it for folks because we're still we're still digging still in, in week one, yeah, still in week one, <laughs> absolutely insane. But what else crazy. do we have? For well, uh, from that, we go to some WWE news, which is of great concern. So if you've noticed, we've not seen Randy Orton on WWE television since about May or so when uh, he had a tag team title match as part of RK Bro. They were unifying the uh, WWE tag team championships, and we have not seen him since. And uh, there has been a lot of talk about injury to his back which is why we have not seen him. He has been out of action all of that time. And right now, according to the good folks at the Wrestling Observer, there's a lot of concern surrounding the severity of this injury. It is believed that Randy Orton could be out for the rest of 2022 connected to his back. And Ooh. so that That's is a year and some change, right? He's been out thus far. Yeah, he's been out since May of this year. Okay. Um, and, you know, it is believed, and I think WWE reported this, that he basically had to get some shots in his back to do the match, um, the last match that he did, because he was in so much pain. But mm. he wanted to do it for uh, for his partner, Matt Riddle. 
So with that said, um, obviously they have been giving Riddle the opportunity to kind of go and pursue some things on his own at this particular point. Cause for a while he was still doing everything for Randy, but right, right now, you know, the idea that Orton could be out certainly for the rest of the year. And when you're talking about your back, you kind of need your back in the world. For of everything. For everything. Like just life. Yeah. This is true. You're back in your big toe. <laughs> right, 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 right. So there, there are parts of me, and I don't want to pontificate too much, but it makes me wonder if the injury is indeed this severe, and it must be because Orton is not just one to, to be out because of a hangnail. Um, it makes me wonder, will Orton ultimately be in a space where he has to choose between, hey, I, my back is good enough to walk, but it may not be good enough to wrestle. Um, right. Don't know. That's just thoughts out there. But needless to say, it's a very, very serious time for Randy Orton, and we may not see him for the rest of 2022. Yeah, so, yeah, let's uh... – Casey in the chat saying, I wonder if this may be a sign Orton's uh, needing to be uh, more so part-timer. I, I thought he was like prior to, um, uh, oh my God, I just lost his name. You just said his name. Uh, Riddle. Prior RK to, Bro. yeah, prior to RK Bro, he, he, was off, he was off for a little bit. I feel like he goes and he probably takes like, I don't know, a month to three months and then he kind of comes back with a storyline. So I feel like that's not yeah. ultimately like, Brock Lesnar part-time, but I believe right. that that's probably, he's been in the game for so long that yeah. definitely a part-time, but then to be that type of part-time, you need to be in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's different yes. if you're part-time. I don't think you could be part-time and not have a storyline because then you're just not working. But right. if you're part-time and you have a storyline and then the storyline's yeah. done and now you take some time off and reset, that makes sense. Right. Um so Sammy <laughs> saying, I guess he yeah. the voices told Randy slow down. I, I guess so. Um, but uh oh, uh oh, uh -oh. this ought to be very interesting. Kane McCoy in the building now. Before I tell my story, Kane, I'm wondering if your heel of the day has to do with my um, our adventure on Wednesday evening, or can I tell what happened um, at the movies? WWT live viewers keep watching to find out that's a tease but you're gonna smile at the result of this so keep watching keep oh, watching uh right. and keep watching to see if I'm going to be clear am I buffering I'm operating using my hotspot today so we kind of had to call an audible on the fly because we're not really sure what's going on a hurricane has apparently hit this area of town no nope, nope, on the west coast uh nope. or maybe hurricane done hit my bill it's not paid it has a <laughs> i don't know what's really going on but i've had much internet issues so i'm happy you guys are able to see me and i'm happy that i'm able to tweet continuous uh threats to malachi black using my burner account so allegedly 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 yeah i mean because she's sure. people are wilding while I was going to chime in on that, what are you guys doing out here? Like, relax. It's just wrestling, y'all. 
Like, stop. You know, I mean, I know Alistair Black had the no man is ever truly good, no man is ever truly evil, but y'all ain't got to be that wrestling fan. So everyone just relax. And again, Malachi, we'll see you at the Rumble. I understand what's going on here. You got to take attention off, but we'll see you at the Rumble, fam. You're not uh, fooling anybody. Uh, JD Smith, oddly enough, the hotspot seemingly works better. Very possible considering who my internet company is, who can also be a future spot sponsor. So we won't talk about him too bad. Oh, fact. Because <laughs> I was going to talk about the bad, but just, yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're thinking of head, thinking of head, just in case. There you go. Uh, what do we have next? What do we have next? Well, speaking of thinking of head, y'all, it seems that Sasha Banks is preparing for her post-WWE career, whether we want to see it or not. It's happening, y'all. When we did WWT Live on Wednesday, I kind of cut into the show with my then bad internet. Then I was in a cave, undisclosed location, and said, hey, guys, do me a favor and go to Twitter.com slash at Sasha Banks WWE. And what did you find? Profile not found. It wasn't there. It was like, oh, this Sasha Banks suspended her Twitter account. And, and instead, she changed her social media handles to at Mercedes Renato, which is, of course, is her government name, her government name. And she finally spoke about this today. I'm um, sorry. She spoke about it. Yeah, it was today. Uh, this morning, she tweeted, new handles, same handler. Mm, getting things done and it seems like that for all the speculation we saw that could possibly happen with the aria hawani interview with triple h in which sasha banks was asked about they kind of left the door open it seems like the door is seemingly closed you know it doesn't seem that somebody who was a part of wbe will change both their twitter and instagram to their government names we just don't see that the only asterisk will be xavier woods he was pretty much the first one to use his austin creed wins thing because he does so much gaming but for the most rest for the most part on twitter they have their wwe handles and on instagram you might see you know their like real names or other names but for the most part it's all wwe she's completely distanced herself from there i know in the bio it says sasha banks wwe but i feel like that's going to be gone soon as well <laughs> that's just that as a reminder hey by the way this is my page you know if you're looking for sasha banks i am here but Come soon enough, it's not going to be there. So I think this opens the door to more speculation. I know we put Sasha and Naomi in the not box, but we keep opening it. Every day we talk in Sasha, I mean, she has said for the longest time that she is the conversation and she continues to be the conversation in professional wrestling, G. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know if it fully means that she's going to distance herself. And part of the reason why is I think if she was fully distancing herself, then Sasha Banks WWE would not be in her bio. Um, I think in her bio, she has Sa she has Sasha Banks, and then she has her character from uh, The Mandalorian, which mm -hmm. says, I am the person who fills both of those roles. If she was not in, and the WWE one is first. So I don't know if that is a full play to say I'm done with WWE as much as it is to say for those folks who might be looking for her for acting opportunities modeling opportunities, et cetera, and you're looking for Sasha, I am the one that plays Sasha. If you're looking for the girl of the Mandalorian, I'm the one that plays her. So I'm not fully convinced that this means the conversation between her and WWE is done. I think she is just, it's almost like, and I hate to use, I hate to use this term, but it's almost like an actor who has been so associated with one role 
that that's all people know them as. So in their bio, they may put, okay, I played so-and-so, I played so-and-so, or starred in this, mm -hmm. starred in that. That's kind of how I look at this. Until she takes the WWE piece fully out of her bio. Yeah. And then here's the other thing. You may want to be concerned if she puts FKA in front of that. If it's the formerly mm. known as mm. now, because here's the thing. I think people for years are going to still know her as Sasha Banks, whether she comes back to WWE or not. When they see her on screen, they're going to call her Sasha Banks until she has time to build the 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 character. I hate to call it character, but the brand of Mercedes yeah. Vernado. You know, it's almost like Dwayne Johnson and The Rock. We right. will call him The Rock forever. But now he's known in mainstream as Dwayne Johnson. I think we could be looking at that when it comes to Sasha Banks. I think the only difference with that is the fact that The Rock in Hollywood was concurrent. There was never like a breakup. You know what I mean? Like there was never like, okay, Rock's completely it's done with WWE. It was happening well, concurrently. So, so, so with that, Sasha's so, over, right? Well, but here's, I, I, so I, I do see there are two differences. Obviously, uh, Rock didn't have a tumultuous exit from WWE, but he did have a very intentional period of branding himself as Dwayne Johnson and not The Rock. So he went several yeah, years, which I, I'm not saying it's the same. I'm just saying. successful though, because every article that you read, even in mainstream media, they have Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Sure. Sure. Like, you know, so I mean, here's you can't get away from it. That's the yeah. thing. He can't get away from it. He can brand himself and et cetera, et cetera. And now the interesting part is, as strange as this sounds, there are probably more people because he spent more time in Hollywood than in WWE. There are more people who will refer to him as Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, but they're all still going to call him The Rock. Right. So that's and I and I said that I don't think people are ever going to stop calling Mercedes Sasha Banks. I, I, I just we've known her as that for so I long until it. she gets enough years behind her publicly being known as Mercedes. And if she has enough roles or enough things in public where we're having to refer to her as that. But think about ESPN is going to call her this forever. You know, BET is going to call her this forever. It's going to really take a while for people to be able to to stamp that if she does enough things as Mercedes, that's I don't know. I don't, I don't know about uh, ESPN. Maybe BET. They probably will do Mercedes because the, I, I don't think the 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 wrestling connection is as strong as it is in other places. But I also feel like she's taking a page from. Um, I, I always some of these names with wrestlers that I know. I always kind of. I think of Austin and I think of Xavier and I think which which one is your name? I literally, right. anyways, um, but I think she's taking a, a page from Xavier where it's just kind of like he has separated it and he's putting himself in the position to do like you're seeing him in other things sure. and yeah. not on top of the gaming that he's using his uh, government S name S right name. right. So um, you know, I, I think I think a lot of people. I mean, obviously, The Rock is definitely different. But as far as, like, for instance, Xavier doing multiple streams of income and not necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, doing the... Because not everybody's going to be The Rock. But his sure. blueprint is definitely something that other wrestlers should follow. Because, one, yeah. you can walk away now. Like, I, I really wonder, 
it um, Mercedes would have walked away if the Mandalorian wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that when you have multiple streams of income, and this is what I've done, you know, beyond wrestling for other things, the fact that I have two, three, four things going, it's a lot easier for me not to like, all right, cool. Y'all don't want to do that. Like, it's a lot easier for me to not, you know, be at, not be, not, not, the word's not be as committed, but it's a lot easier. But be as tied to, to something. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Because, they're, you know, I forgot who sang the song. Can you probably help me? These hoes ain't loyal. Like, gone are the days where you can work for a company wwe included that you're there for your your the longevity of your career and it's the right. same thing outside of wrestling so right. long story short circling it all back i think she's taking a page from xavier's book it's just like all right cool we don't mm-hmm. know for sure if she's gone or not um i think we can comfortably put mercedes back in the box mm-hmm. um until next weekend, um, and we'll see what happens next weekend for the pay-per-view Extreme Extreme Rules. But I think we could put her back in the box. And even if we don't see her in Extreme Rules, we'll keep her in the box. Because I think this is the only time where she actually responded to something. Um, right. Post, um, I don't know, post-breakup with WWE. Right. It's, they're officially right. broken up. So um, yeah, let's let's that should be another yeah. segment. Back in the box, <laughs> back in the box. <laughs> which which I, I mean, think she'll be in that box till Survivor Series. Just me. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the coming through Boston, Boston, and I think it's one of those things that uh, I think that uh, what Sasha Banks probably sounds like an adult performer to people that have been with WWE. <laughs> I mean, Sasha Banks is a very uh, no. Well, Sasha Banks, if it was if it was like adult performer, it'll end in like two X's or something. Three, it would be Sasha Banks. Or a double, a double yeah. K's, like or like a double K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be something that like you really have to search if you want to yeah. find it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like when there was the porn star named Shawn Michaels for a little bit, uh, allegedly. So I've heard stories and stuff. It was it took a it turn. Was in the news. It was actually in the news. It was, it was literally in the news like 15 years ago. Okay, it was that. like 20 years ago. Even, even, even longer than that. It was like AOL days. It was like okay. really crazy. I was like, oh, what is this? Oh, no. I shouldn't click that link. All right, cool. Keep it moving. Um, You know what, fam? I'm just going <laughs> to... And we're back, but I think uh, <laughs> it was it was a Michael Hickenbottom had to sue the guy, and it was anyway. I was gonna sit in silence for a bit. This is your fault, JD. But anyway, shouts to Mercedes. It seems that like under Triple H's new regime, maybe they are treating it like all right, you are who you are on TV, and you are you are on socials, which. For us kayfabe people, we're kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? Naomi goes under Trinity under her social media, doesn't she? On On Instagram Instagram specifically. On Instagram. But see, a lot of us, though, like, I'm more of a Twitter guy anyway. Like, I prefer Twitter a lot more because I have stuff to say and just not selfies on my face. But On on her Twitter, her name is Is Trinity, Trinity, but her handle is Naomi. Correct. 
So on Twitter, you see more of their WWE personalities anyway. On Instagram, it's more personal. So I think for a lot of people, we've kind of like chose if we're going to follow them on Twitter or Instagram anyway. So to see it on Twitter, it feels a little different. You know what I mean? Because Twitter has always still felt like the gimmicked uh, social page. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> JD is on it. <laughs> it's First of all, there's like four more X's before the L. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, well, cause the XL is already taken. People already had used those. So I had to just, you know, you know, you got to do your gimmick, live your gimmick. No. Okay, cool. But I think that that's what we're seeing now that there's going to be Twitter and Instagram, whoever they are, and then on TV, they'll be the personas. Like, I guess any other job. Not everybody carries their job to social media, so maybe we're starting to see that with the new WWE as well. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, what do we have next? Well, you know, the other day, I believe it was Wednesday, we had as the heel of the day Hurricane Ian, and rightfully yes. so, <laughs> because uh, Hurricane Ian certainly impacted not just the plans of wrestling shows, but really impacted a lot of lives for people. Uh, lots of people lost quite a bit. Um, extreme flooding. And there's concern, obviously, in the wrestling community, since so many members of the AEW and WWE families are located there in mm -hmm. Florida, including one half of the Street Profits, that would be Angelo Dawkins, who in his brave, unique Angelo Dawkins way, went to both Twitter and Instagram to post a real-time picture of him in Hurricane Ian. He acknowledged <laughs> that his flood, his house has been flooded, um, but he was still cheering for the Bengals for the football <laughs> game Thursday night. So... Yeah, so that's that's one of the tough pieces of reality, obviously, that's happening for a lot of folks um, who have been impacted by Hurricane Ian. But yeah, his house is flooded and um, they're still actually assessing all of the damage for all of the folks they are impacted by the hurricane. But it always hits home when there are people whose names you can identify who have right. undergone some things. So certainly uh, our we're wishing all the best for um, Dawkins and lots of others. I know Shane Strickland was caught up in the storm and yeah. a few other people. So Naomi's out there too, but she the yeah. post, the pictures she posted it wasn't as bad. I think it just depends on where the hurricane right. um, touched down and then mm -hmm. the offshoot from that. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we I guess and then also one of our writers, a Stridi a Stri. Um, is mm. out there too, and she, she said oh, she's wow. fine. So, thankfully, okay. not you know, it wasn't it, it looked crazy, but thankfully, yes, um, you know, it doesn't seem like aside from you know, housing damage that you know, it, it was super bad. But again, uh, my head has been in two computers for the last three days, so I, you know, yeah. let me know that it was far worse than that. Yeah, it's uh, some of the damage has been kind of crazy, depending upon where where in Florida you were. Uh, the the just lots of water, lots of damage. Um, they were they were estimating several billion dollars in damage. So this is a a big one, and that was as of last night. And of course, mm -hmm. it really hit last night. Right now, it's in South Carolina. You know, reformed as a hurricane, doing damage there. So it probably should have been healed the day twice because it's done quite a bit of damage, but. Hurricane Ian strikes again, uh, but Angelo Dawkins seems to be in good spirits. Hopefully his home can be recovered fairly quickly because uh, you don't really ever plan for your house to be flooded. Oh, no. They'd be selling that um, hurricane insurance. Super. It hurt, yeah. yeah. Like, it's made oh. for it. Oh, yeah. okay. 
Okay. Yeah, they just got like 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 all of that, man. Yeah, hopefully everything goes well with Dawkins and everybody down in Florida. You can tell the SmackDown's been very affected by it. They haven't really advertised much for the day. I know Shotzi's gonna take on damage control. I think Sammy and Solo um also have a match, but SmackDown really hasn't been discussed. So I think we're gonna mm-hmm. see what goes down with that. So where are they very, supposed very to be on Friday? Well, they're uh, in they're still in Canada, I believe. Correct. Okay. Yeah, they're still yeah, in Canada. Yeah. So it, it worked yeah. out for, for their shows because AEW was up north as well. They were in Philly on Wednesday. Okay. Um, so in terms of those shows, at least the shows would continue. But, but everybody may not be able to show yeah. for obvious reasons. I mean, and, and Sammy and Solo, I think, will be the only ones holding down for the bloodline. Uh, you know, because I don't think Roman's going to be there today because he has nothing well, to do with Roman's, rules. Well, no, he's supposed to be there, though. He was supposed oh, to be back on TV this week. Oh, OK. OK. Or was it last in. week? It might have been last week. Yeah, he was last week when they gave us last week. Us, but yeah, okay. uh, to respond okay. to Logan Paul, and you know, and um, and the Usos, you know, yeah, they just uh, gonna enjoy vacation this week because well, we'll Canada. So the Usos hate Canadian bacon. That's why they're, they're not in Canada. That's the only reason why they don't like poutine or whatever. That's the only reason why they're not in Canada. <laughs> it is. That's the only reason why. No other reasons. Just that's it. That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do we have next? Well, speaking of reasons, I was going to say, y'all, uh, there was a reason why apparently Juice Robinson was on AEW television on Wednesday, just out of the blue, challenging Dean, almost said Dean Moxley. That's uh, this is uh, this is internet it's brother. An interesting mixture. Yeah, that's a combination. That's a twofer. Uh, John Moxley for the AEW World Championship. It seems Moxley's. Rain has just been filled of random defenses against people, but eh, eh. apparently there's going to be very serious interest right before the match. We said, oh, okay, New Japan's John Moxley. Damn, New Japan's Juice Robinson is going to be challenging John Moxley, who's New Japan adjacent, but he's going to be challenging him. And it was like, no, no, no. He's not even in New Japan, Juice Robinson. He is a free agent. He told him he's just out here chilling. And there's massive interest, according to BW Insiders, Mike Johnson, for Tony Khan to bring in Juice Robinson as a main roster, as a member of the main roster. Um, I like this move, personally. Um, I've seen Juice Robinson in person. If you've been really, really watching the days of the OG NXT, you may remember him from his days as CJ Parker. So he's been on American television in a major capacity before. Once he left NXT, he really rebuilt himself as Juice Robinson over there doing Bullet Club, over there in New Japan. And as recently as Impact Wrestling teaming up with David Finley, that's Fit Finley's son, as Finn Juice, as well as, as well as sharing a bottle of water with me back at the Impact show, Bound for Glory, last year doing tapings. So... We, uh, there was two bottles of water, and he, he gave me one. That was very sweet of him. So, shouts to Juice Robinson for that as well. Wait, so, <laughs> did I go to you, go with you? With yeah, that? yeah. And I was there that day. Oh, was it not Bound for Glory? Was it after Bound for Glory? What, what was the thing after Bound for Glory? I remember you sharing uh, water bottles with. Uh, yeah, maybe it was after. It was the November pay per view or the, or, okay. or the November show when they did the impact tapings. But oh, they were all out there because yeah, that's maybe the, I think Chris Bay, everybody. Did, yeah, yeah they were all out there. I was like, hey, what up? You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, anybody know where like a like a water machine is or like a fountain machine? I was thirsty. He was like, hey man, there's a bottle of water, and I was like, oh, thanks, Juice Robinson. That was it. But anyway, I think he's going to be great, and I think he's a great performer. I think he's really dope, so look forward to seeing him in AEW. So, 
That's my random Juice Robinson story. And, and think about how many of these guys they bring in on TV anyway. You might as well sound one of them. Uh, I'm just about all the talent AEW that are not on television. Yeah, I mean, the, the roster is what it is at this point. But I think at this point, it's just pretty much if you can get over and get on TV at this point. So whatever chances you have. I mean, look at the acclaimed. The acclaimed was on dark forever. Dark forever. And whatever chances they got to be on TV, they did what they did. And when you first saw him, you was like, eh. And then you saw him again, you was like, oh, okay. Then by the third time, you was like, I'm all in. Scissor me. I'm all here. I'm all here. So this what? is professional wrestling one-on-one. Just get yourself over. Yeah, yeah, the roster might be a little bloated, but whatever opportunities you get, get yourself over at this point. That's yeah, but some people are getting opportunities and some people aren't even getting those opportunities. Like, yeah, I definitely agree when you get the opportunity with anything. Like, you know, you, you definitely want to blow it out of the park um, or hit it out of the park. But if you're not getting those opportunities and or if you get the opportunities and <laughs> and you get the opportunities. Right. <laughs> that is what she said. Yes. Oh. You and JD just need to. Just... <laughs> so, the show is in the show within the show. Yes. Some more school supplies, man. School supplies. We're back in school session. So we got to make sure we have the proper utensils. Wow. Um, That's all. All right. But no, like to Casey's point, I'm, I'm with you there. But at the same time, get yourself over. So I think Juice Robinson brings, you know, a big thing. And then, of course, they have that NJPW uh, the connection as well that uh, they can make happen. So we're going to see G money. What you think? Well, I, I was going to say, I mean, the get yourself over a piece. Like I honestly think that sometimes that's an overused excuse because what's happened is they keep signing people, but they don't keep adding television time. There's still the same three hours to devote to television and you just keep adding people and keep adding people and keep adding people and keep adding people. And keep adding people. So you, you add Soraya. Okay, great. And now we get a lumberjack match. Okay, great. And what, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a lot. And so I, I, I really noticed how bad it got last year when they added it all out, you know, the debut of Adam Cole and Brian Danielson and Rudy mm-hmm. Soho. And so at that point, Every week, you know, you wanted to see Adam Cole. You wanted to see Brian Danielson. Well, that's two big names that are taking away from other homegrown, you know, AEW names. And before you know it, you got, you know, you had Miro, you add Keith Lee, you add Swerve, you add all of these people that we want to see. But you can only have so many people squeezed into a two-hour television show. And then, you know, both. Both of those shows, uh, Rampage and Dynamite, it's literally like you have four and five hours of matches stuffed into these three hours. I mean, you can't squeeze any more time out of there. Um, so I, I really think it is kind of da- – They, all, I hate to say this, but they almost need to be on a hiring freeze until they can create mm. more opportunities for people to be seen. Yeah, yeah, Brian Cage, right? He was supposed to be a big deal. I think he got injured or something. And then all of a sudden we see him at the ROH show back in April. We don't see him on our television anymore, you know? And and, and so, and then you add ring of honor to it, right? No. Like th- th- there's that. So all of those things being lumped into two to three hours of television makes it difficult 
honestly, for us to get excited about anybody getting signed, because with somebody else signed, who do you take off that plate? And let me tell you one person who I think has kind of suffered. This is going to be slightly controversial. Jade Cargill. How is Jade Cargill your TBS champion? She's not on Dynamite. Arguably the most popular woman there in the company. Well, it seems they always have the TBS champion on Rampage and the TNT champion on Dynamite anyway. So it seems kind of like backwards. And also, they need to get rid of that damn title anyway. I never liked the idea of the TBS title or the TNT title. Maybe calling it the television title, the men's television title, and the women's television title. I think branding it as a station is just silly anyway it's clearly your television championship so sure. you can find a way to create a second tier women's championship and the tnt title can be the second tier television championship so i always thought that was silly anyway but i think people like jade you know they're an attraction they want to be seen i think juice robinson is a big enough name that the aew crowd's like ooh, like i want to see how that guy would fare in aew so i think there's like a mutual interest as far as Brian Cage, I think he only got hurt by not injury in a ring, but hurt by social media when he had wifey tweeting some things asking for sans releases and all of that. And then it kind of put him with the Tully Blanchard Enterprises. And now that went up in smoke. And then we saw him randomly last week on AEW television with Prince Nana uh from the embassy during the battle royal, which was kind of like random, but one of those things that like um yeah like I, I is Paige even i know she signed the deal but is she training what's going on with her scorpio sky and i think you know eventually there's gonna have to be an exodus there's gonna have to be releases i think tony's just kind of building the base with everything but at this point like the old macho man promo the cream rises to the top or the cream of the crop to uh to uh to quote macho so you know you know what you know what i was watching yesterday y'all i, I was watching um some old WCW, you know, I was feeling nostalgic just because I was really missing WCW and WF. And like in those 90s, early 2000s, man, it just seems like the entire card was over. Everybody knew what to do. Everybody knew like their the, the, the role in the roster. And, and I feel like we've gotten away from that. Maybe we need to go back and watch that. But every story was over regardless of place in the card. Sometimes the bottom of the card stories had better stories than the top of the card. I mean, you think about Head Cheese with Al Snow and Steve Blackman and the odd couple with that or, or just anything that, that, that went on with WCW. And it's just like... Yeah, man, I think that's the biggest thing in that. Um, update on her. Uh, my subscription expired. I, I need to renew. So that's all I know about that. Uh, let me just piggyback on thank you. Get us out of this. Um, what I will say is one of the differences, uh, certainly in the 90s as well, is both WCW and WWE had five hours of television for people to work with. WCW had the three-hour Nitro, and then they had the two-hour Thunder. WWE mm -hmm. had the two-hour um, Raw, the two-hour SmackDown, and then they had Sunday Night Heat, Night right? Heat. So they all had five hours of television where you could actually get some work in and you could be seen, you know? And, and everybody had that drive, like, We've got something to fight for, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which I think speaks to how you manage the locker room. If you can keep the locker room inspired. They'll go out and do anything for you. you right. know? So I think 
that's one of the major differences is you've got seven hours of WWE television right now and three hours of AEW television. So that's a major difference um, in terms of, of television and outlets and opportunities. So, so there's that. Yeah. Hey, by the way, WCW has been gone for like 21 years. That is, that is utterly like, that's a person. That's like Austin Theory. Like I was watching the last Nitro and just like, you know, like the weeks that were leading to that. And then just to see like Vince McMahon buy the company and end up on. I remember that day um, very strong. I remember so. it very clearly. It was I funny. mean, that's my brother's birthday, March 26th. So I was just wow. like, man, like wow. happy birthday. Uh, yeah. Our wrestling's gone. You know, Ben from Richmond, Virginia, we loved us some NWA. WCW, yes. like that was us yes. all the way. So it was yes. like, damn, NWA's gone. So we're going to see. AEW split Dynamite and Rampage separate rocks. That is a good question, Casey. That is a very good question. Is he stuck That's like that intentionally? Oh, yeah, I know. I, I was like, I got your internet went out for a second because you were like, <laughs> very possible. No, but that's one of the things I was going to get to, man. Because, like, after a while, when you looked at the roster when WCW came, that was part of the reason why we eventually got Raw and SmackDown because it was just such an influx of like talent that came and it was like the roster is just too big wrestlers are working too much we gotta give them time off that's what got the raw smackdown rosters and i thought about if dynamite was to become uh, i mean if rampage was to become two hours and like with the new deal and whatever happens and maybe kind of like go that route and figure out how to kind of consolidate that but keep it as like one champion works both shows that type of thing but we're going to see what goes on with that so yeah but they uh, think they have enough um people where they can do two separate rosters for two shows yeah. mm -hmm. like they and and I, I mean i feel like kcu like said a bunch of people that um like i mean they're on it's and and then when you think of dark right so you have them you have them on dark but what does what does that mean does that mean that they're right. not good enough to be on television or right. um is it like do you not have enough storyline so the thing the best thing to do is probably to separate it have the people who are on dark be on a show because if you think about it not everybody's watching dark right therefore if a lot of right. people are not watching dark then they don't know who a lot of these people are then a lot of merchandise doesn't get sold and i guarantee that most likely AEW is kind of positioned just like wwe where it's just kind of like the more merchandise gets sold the more it makes the company versus the wrestler because the wrestler gets a percentage of that but the company gets the majority of the money. So you're selling more merchandise if you're seeing more people on television. So right. like, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe the, the, the back end behind the curtain, the people there, there's not mm -hmm. as much people to handle all the talent. But then with that mm -hmm. being said, then why sign so many people? Cause now right. they're just collecting a check, which, you right. know, some people might just want to collect a check, but you know, yeah, it's it's really it's really a, a very intriguing situation. And I think they're going to have to figure it out. Um, they've got the roster to do it. The other thing, though, is if you're going to have two separate rosters, two separate two hour shows, you can't take them both the same night. Um, and that's what they're currently doing, which I think is a taped a taped AEW feels much different. Than a live AEW, it right. feels so much different. So, and then the other thing is, they're going to have to figure out how they make one show not feel like the A show and the other show feel like the B show because nobody wants to be sent to the B show. 
Nobody. Even if it means I'm going to be on TV. Well, there's always a difference seemingly between the two. That was the initial problem that they had with Nitro and Thunder, you know, and yeah. folks didn't want to work Thunder. So, so they're going to have to figure that piece out. And yeah, but um, I think that that's going to happen. Is that you, Kane? Is there like airplanes behind It feels you? like there are airplanes flying over your house. Kane. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, they clearly have got fed up with me pirating websites and using my WWE Superstar credit card. Stay on here. Oh Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Let's just hit the heel of the day. Hey. <laughs> what do you have, Kane? What do you, what, what, what do you have? Who, who do you have? Heel of the day! There we go. So if you saw earlier or if you follow TK Trinidad on Instagram, <laughs> you saw that she was out and about. You can pick the link. We're, we're going to roll the B-roll right now. It's in, it's, it's in the chat, TK, of oh, her God. going outside. Now, TK is actually 83 years old. You guys don't know. Wow. That. 83 years old. Wow. And she wow. does not leave the house. She just sits in the house all day and doesn't want to go anywhere so we got her out the house finally people we got her out the house and we were invited by our mutual friend chewy martinez to check out an event screening of the scary movie smile which is what apparently these airplanes are doing over my apartment looking for me and to top it off like go ahead and show it it's not like like show it like show how much fun we had like how much fun <laughs> like we had like like we pulled up like oh, we're like yeah, like is, is, is it is it up? Was it, was it not playing? I was no, like, no. Oh, it, it played, it played, it played like like we had like the music, or whatever. But it didn't, oh, it didn't play goodness. for the audience. Like so, they could see your amazing editing skills and, and watch how much like fun wow. that wow. was had at 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 the movie theater. Like, look at this. Just look at the fun. Like we're there, we're having a good time. There's us in the it was the gang. We smiling, we waving. Having a grand time. I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. There was courtesy stuff that's truly right there. We had popcorn. Like, like, like we had everything, right? Now, all right, shut it off. Shut it off. Cut the music. Cut the music. Now, everybody, ask TK how the movie was. <laughs> ask her how the movie was. Look, in my defense, what happened was, um, shoot, so... For you guys who don't know, I'm going to take it all the way back. Kane and I work the radio station together. Chewy is also another radio friend. He's on Dish Nation as well. Chewy invited me to this movie. And I saw the thing. And as you guys know, I work a lot. So it's like, all right, you know, I know certain movies that are coming out. Other movies, eh, don't care. So I asked him specifically, I have received, <laughs> is this movie scary? And he's like, nah, it's not scary. I'm like, all right, bet. And then... Thought Kane was coming, coming over to my house. So I was like, all right, well, let's go. So we go, and Kane's like, nah, the movie's scary, but this is we're already in the we're already <laughs> at the theater. And then we bump into some other radio friends, and they're like, nah, sis, this is it, scary. Then the people from Paramount, all oh, is scary. Okay, then <laughs> I have now come to support my friend Chewy. Uh, he's invited me to a lot of other stuff. Let me just go. Hey, Chewy, what's up? Kane's like, nah, you like you good, you good. Sit in the chair. Mm. The first scene, and I'm not gonna give it away. It's from the movie mm. Smile. The first scene, I was like, oh hell no. Mm -hmm. And I mean, 
She dipped out in the movie. I thought if I just talked her face off, which you know you guys know I'm good at talking, just keep her there. And the movie opens up, and no lie, TK grabs everything. (laughs) (laughs) Everything like bear hugs it and and exits swiftly. Yes, like. I thought she was BSing, being cute or what? No, she no. she was gone. Like it was like it was like a comically animated, extravagant, exaggerated exit. Like the door was like flapping. The movie, the door was like flapping as she yeah. was out. Like no. it was like her silhouette through the door. Like she got up out of there. Look, and I like, said I didn't do scary I, movies. I asked, and they already knew. And then I was like, all right, well maybe because I watched them. Um, What's the first Jordan Peele uh, movie that he had? Get Out. Get, Get out. out. I watched Get Out, and that was slightly scary, but I was supporting. But mm-hmm. after Get Out, I'll support you from afar. Like I've got, I get, <laughs> I get the some of the movies where the screeners. Mm-hmm. I've gotten screeners. I'm not. I'm good. I yeah. am not. Yeah. So I know where my lane is, and I see you, JD. I see uh, horror movies. Man, I haven't seen any of them. I don't do Chucky. I don't do Jason. I don't do Friday the 13th. I do none of that. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> like it's it, 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 it. Gee, like it was so funny. Like she just literally like uh, and then you just yes, it was like a cartoon, and you just saw like a bunch of like Trinidadian slang in the distance running away. <laughs> Like well, you just heard it like wailing. That's all you heard. I, I will say this, TK. I would have probably left with you because I don't do scary <laughs> movies. So I, you know, I can't I believe it. we. I don't even. We watched I don't the even watch that promo. I don't watch. Well, the theme was <laughs> different, right? The theme was. We, it was like okay. He's he's the theme is weird. He's scary. He's different. He was a train wreck that I had to watch. <laughs> but the, the, the promos for smile, no, I don't even watch them. I'm, I'll I mean, it's I gen, it's generally jump scare. Like it's it, it's absolutely it's absolute nightmare fuel. Yeah, yeah. like they do a really good. I was excited because I was like, oh, it's rated R. Shouts to Edge. So I knew that there was going to be either very scary stuff or some type of championship sex scene with Lita. Either or, I was going to be in the movie theater and watch it. It's the rated R. It it happened whether we wanted to or not. Thank you, Casey. To be fair, she did ask if it was scary. And so I'm just saying, it's actually Chewie's fault. It was a spoiler um, alert because I'm the one that was like, hey, yo, man, I'm I'm like, man, it's scary. Hell, boy. Like, you know, he was like, what? I was like, oh, did you think Smile was about like actual smiling? Like a dentist? Was Isaac Yankum DDS going to be in there? Like, happy? But I asked, I asked. Like he invited me, he said, come pull up. And you know, I try to support my friends, I get it. And I'm like, is it scary? And he said, no, but I don't think he knew my extent of, yeah, I don't, I don't like, no, no, like you're seriously asking if it was scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I had dream, like, my mom showed me um, the Michael Jackson filler thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I had nightmares with that. So I don't do, I don't, I don't do none of that. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Maybe, well, Casey. Well, well. Maybe. But, you know, I saw my friend. Kane got to go to the movie and enjoy it. Because mm-hmm. if it. I wasn't going, I was. I probably wouldn't have told Kane. So Kane got a free True. movie as well. We saw yeah. some people, some former folks who, who mm-hmm. worked with us. I supported my friend. I got some free popcorn. I got out of the house for a hot second. and mm-hmm. came You back did. 
You did. I mean, it was absolutely hilarious. So what I want to know is, like, did you come back to pick them up or they had to all find their way back home? (laughs) Thankfully, we were actually, shout to Kane, because thankfully, when, when, because on Wednesday, the the itch hit the fam, y'all. So I was working the back for the show for Women's Mm -hmm. Wrestling for WWT Live, and I was working. And so... Thankfully, at, during that time, I told Kano, we could roll down together, take one mm-hmm. car. And he's yeah. like, no, nah, I don't think so. I forgot the reasoning. But okay. thank, oh, yeah, because Kane likes to stay t- for everything. When you go to wrestling things, whatever, Kane likes to get there on time and stay for the full thing. Me, what a concept, I, I know. I know. I like to get there halfway <laughs> through, and I like to leave before the crowd even starts. Like, I'm yeah. so, if it's a championship <laughs> match, I leave probably about – five minutes in and I'll catch the rest on the TV as I'm walking to my car. I don't want want crowds. I don't want to wait to get out of the parking lot. I don't want to inch my way to the highway. I want to be out. Um, So because we are very different, Kane pointed out, I was like, oh, you are absolutely right. So I would have been, I probably would have just waited outside the, the theater until the movie was done, if that was the case. Wow. I would not have sat through. The opening, for the folks who do, do like scary movies, so this is my- Off the rip. Yeah, this is this is my assessment of it. If you This do is like TK's one-second movie review. One this is TK's one-second movie review, If you yes. like scary movies, the first scene, yeah, it, it, it's just off scary. the rip. It just it, opens it, up like, it opens just like, up bow. Like, yeah, I was like, like oh, we're not doing this. We're no foreplay, none of yeah. that. Yeah, we're not just doing straight this. up, no tickle, squeeze, nope. But just ain't, ain't no collar and elbow tie up. It's yeah. kind of straight, straight, straight to the finishing moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah off the rip. Sheesh. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne says, says that's too scary. I can handle swim, but I'll be a little scared and still watch it. Then there's, I'll never watch anything with one jip. Well, brother, uh, that's I, yeah, that's too, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I advise you to make sure your popcorn is like halfway eaten. So that way, any jump scares doesn't have comically large amounts of popcorn mm-hmm. flying everywhere. Yeah, well, yeah. See, that's ridiculous. You're welcome, Katie. You, you My gosh, JD's like, cool. well, say less. I know where I'm going immediately <laughs> after this. Right, right. I'm right. with it. Well, so I guess yeah. I'm giving myself the heal of the day. Is this what we're doing? Yes. TK, you that you're the heal of the day. Heal of the day. <laughs> wow. 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 The first. Well, if ever there were a scenario where the owner of a thing would be the heel of the thing, it would be Vince McMahon <laughs> joining TK Trinidad. So uh, Vince McMahon, of course, was uh, released, retired back in July. We've documented all of that here on the show before. Well, one of the things that got super interesting prior to that was there was supposed to be a documentary happening between WWE and Netflix on Vince McMahon. Netflix seemingly pulled out of that. TK, once again, had the idea that said somebody should do a a documentary on Vince McMahon. Well, apparently somebody was listening as Vice TV has uh, announced that they are indeed producing an unauthorized documentary on Vince McMahon. The documentary will cover his career, including his retirement or resignation from the WWE. And uh, all of that's going to be covered on Vice. So it's not clear who is working on the documentary, how deep they will go into the hush money story. Um, But what is clear is that this is supposed to air in October. 
So like this is relatively soon. Um, so I'm intrigued to see <laughs> what this is going to be. What's also interesting to me is remember we said Netflix had said they pulled out? Maybe not so much. Because mm-hmm. apparently they are still working on their own four-part Vince McMahon documentary, which apparently is still in conjunction with WWE. So all of this is very interesting to me. I'm intrigued to see what Vice is going to come up with and what that's going to look like, you know, sometime and and the feel of it. Because, you know, sometimes some of these unauthorized documentaries have a clear one-sided slant to them. And uh, I'm intrigued to see if it's going to have that or if it's going to really be kind of balanced in its presentation. Um, And then I'm equally interested in what Netflix is coming up with if they're still working on something in conjunction with WWE. So all of this is extraordinary. One second. I'm with you, J.D. I'm here. Battling it out. Sorry, Professor. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. So, yeah. So it looks like we we will eventually see a story on Vince McMahon as soon as October for Vice TV. Which, by the way, speaking of Vice TV, uh, October the fourth, which is this coming Tuesday, will be the premiere of Tales from the Territories on Vice TV, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, immediately following NXT. That'll be uh, featuring. The folks who put together Dark Side of the Ring and Seven Bucks, which is, of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's production company. So very interesting times for Vice TV. I can't wait to see what this documentary is going to look like. Wow. We started. It's Friday. It's Friday. This has been a show. Like, 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 what am I, a couch to sleep on? Of course not. No. The pull out anyway. uh, for those folks who are listening, uh, Dwayne uh posted in the chat. Well, who really pulls out these pulls days? Out so these I, days. I, guess, yeah. I mean, yeah. definitely not Nick Cannon or NBA. Well, and then there's oh. that, yeah, number yeah. 10. Yeah, okay. Well, Chris Jericho has world titles. Interesting. <laughs> I enjoy Nick because Nick is clearly making his own bullet club, clearly, because, you know, that's what he's shooting up. So, yeah, his own bullet club. It's just too sweet. What can you say? <laughs> so, I think with Vice, um, based off of Vice's, you know, documentary track record, I, I think they're going to be definitely more impartial. So, more mm-hmm. stating the the facts or the facts that they know of sure um sure. so and i really hope that beyond the scandal and i've said this time and time again beyond the scandal wwe wouldn't be wwe without vince mcmahon this and so definitely telling the story of how wwe came to be is something mm-hmm. that i'm more interested in yes like yeah. of course the scandals and all this other stuff the stuff that pretty much ended his his career or mm-hmm. ended his reign at wwe but all the stuff leading up to that, I'm yeah. sure there's a plethora of stories that I don't even think is enough for a four part documentary. Like, I feel like you could do a series on Vince McMahon, yeah, totally before WWE became WWE, and then the right. years of all that. Like, there's and I, and I probably think probably in the next, probably if we if we're still in, in that type of TV watching, that mm-hmm. will definitely be a thing where it's like a I series. Agree. 
and you're watching, you know, the kids grow up, you're watching all, all the stuff that's happening. Like it's, it's a show yeah. that's already, it's already written. It's already uh, I mean, written. You know, it's almost no different than the crown. Like you can, you can legitimately True. do that with Vince McMahon's knife. Um, as far as the Netflix one, if, it, if they're still kind of in partnership with WWE, that's obviously going to be skewed. I don't see them um, bashing Vince at all. I think they might mention you know, the steroid scandal from, I think it was like the nineties and they might yes. mention the end of everything, but there'll be more like a, you know, almost like a flowery, you know, has gone to uh, the greener pastures and now lives his mm -hmm. like, you know, I honestly feel like if they're going to do it and they're going to skew it, they need to have Vince on a, on a yacht. Sailing he stepped aside. Everything right. was his choice. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, right. But in and a way where he turns back is like, well, is it like, that's how they mm -hmm. need to end it. Because exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be very ellipses dot 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 at the end, and it's gonna show Vince in the garden tending to his massive grapefruits. We all know Vince loves the massive grapefruits, so he's definitely gonna be at a grapefruit farm just dealing with tons of grapefruits, and then he's gonna turn around and you know this has been in like that. Wow. It's been a Friday show, man. Friday show. Uh, I don't have proper internet to even track all of this, so it don't matter. It's deleted wow. from my records. Oh. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, so yeah. With that, with that being said, um, and I think you could probably end um end it like this with uh, this and thing. Lose or draw. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and you could probably add to this. So Dwayne's asking, will they mention the murder he covered up? Um, before we even answer that, allegedly. um, so win, lose, or draw. So, this man, his career, it's ended, all this other stuff. Do you think he's come out as a winner, taking out you know the, the alleged uh, allegations, excuse me, or if there's a draw, or because he was forced to leave, it's a loss for him? Kane. <laughs> G, TK, I think ultimately this is a win for Vince McMahon. This is what Vince McMahon does throughout adversity, throughout all types of just when you think you got him, not yet. He still comes out smelling like the roses, the rosebuds, Adam Rose, roses from Gigi Dolan, roses from Rick the Model Martel. Whatever roses you want to use, Vince always comes out you know, winning. I think that is one of those things that as long as Vince hasn't been charged criminally with anything, as long as he settles everything, as long as we don't see Vince McMahon in jail, his legacy will be what we see on WWE. That's just what it is. And this is a guy that changed professional wrestling like no other person in the history of the sport. That just is what it is. And I think with him getting these documentaries everything's going to lead up to his coronation to the celebration of Vince McMahon at Wrestlemania in Hollywood that's it this is what all of this is building towards this is all I thought that this was going to be he was going to have the information comes out he was going to get beaten battered he's going to get destroyed and then time was going to pass by there was going to be an appreciation, a nostalgic feel for him, almost a sympathy because, you know, he's an old guy, you know what I mean? And we just feel natural sympathy towards elder people. And now we're going to start to get these documentaries. There's going to be a couple. And out of the two hours, three hours, four hours of the documentaries, it's going to be probably minutes on anything negative. 
there's going to be negative. He, he got sued by the government. Positive. He beat the government negative. He was using hush money to cover up scandals. But as as of this documentary, as of this writing, he hasn't been criminally charged with anything, which is kind of like the gaslighting point that people kind of, well, has he been charged criminally? Then, you know, then he, that makes him automatically innocent, I guess. So for these major companies to still be moving forward with it, with giant companies like USA and Fox to, to, to still put on the product of WWE, even though they're separated from Vince, it just continues to show that this guy is going to win. He's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame in March, and this is the start to it. So this is the start of the win right here. I am going to say it's a draw as of right now. And here's why. Because as we think about, certainly there is no question about uh, what Vince McMahon has created and how he has changed the sport of professional wrestling. I think there's no question about that. But I think about a couple of case studies, the case study of Joe Paterno from Penn State, who was all of Penn State and was really one of the figureheads in college football. The scandal that happened toward the end of his career cost him his career, and he would die shortly thereafter. Um, you know, they pulled his statues down. They took his name off of things. Nobody put those things back up. He was he was, he was, was doing sexual acts with young With boys. Wait, wait. Here, right. Here's my point. my point. Well, that was Sandusky. Is, it just happened in the Pretendals watch. But here's the thing. My point is his reputation of all he did prior to that was never, nobody talks about him as the great Joe Paterno because right. of those things that happened at the end of his career. Let's take Bill Cosby for all he did. We just celebrated 35 years of a different world last weekend. And what he did with things like Fat Albert, relatively clean comedy, the Cosby show, giving us images that for a lot of us, we still watch those shows and are inspired by them. Yet, with what's happened to him, he was convicted and then exonerated, and we still look at Bill Cosby with a side eye. I don't know that in 2022 um, that you always recover from these kinds of things, particularly when you know they are the allegations that they are um, for Vince. And I say it's a draw right now because we still don't know the end of this part of the story. Right. Um, so we don't know if he recovers or not. And I'll go so far as to say the success of the WWE right now is not a reflection of whether or not people love Vince McMahon. It's a reflection of where the product currently is, because if we're honest, where the product was with Vince McMahon for the last 10 years easily, we did not like. We were right. very vocal about it. Um, that has all changed with new direction and new leadership. Which, and again, Vince McMahon once said this in a ring. He said, nobody, not even me, is bigger than the WWE. So with that said, I would say, as of right now, this is a draw. I can't call this a win for him just yet. So a couple of things. The fact that um, you talked about Paterno. Um, mm -hmm. I, and it's, it's funny how that story is. Because I actually forgot, when you think Paterno, I'm thinking of what Sandus Sandusky did. Mm -hmm. And I actually forgot about Sandusky and just thought mm -hmm. of Paterno and actually put both of their lives together. So there, that's it one but there it is. But what Sandusky did was just 
it, it happened was a span of what 20 years or something like that like it was just egregious 30, yeah, it was a long time ago. um the thing with bill cosby as well um the, the yes he he definitely has a legacy and he and he did pay the price and now is now is out but still maintains his innocence um i think those are a little bit different because with cosby um it also it's it's also kind of political meaning that our former president had issues and he's still the president uh he did not care he doubled down several times and you know i am not claiming that i know vince mcmahon's um you know political affiliation but he definitely operates on one side where they're like mm, i did wrong and what um so with that being said and then also with the um also with the wrestling universe I think it, it seems like as long as it's not something egregious where it has to do with sexually, as far as, um, you know, children and stuff like that. And yes, the allegations do have to do with women, but if they, the women haven't even come forward to public. Well, they couldn't. Right. They had NDAs. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Because they haven't, they're, it's faceless. So I, I yeah. think that Vince McMahon is going to get away and he, he is going to it's it's going to be revisionist history at one point like unless the ndas or unless this gets really bad but if it's more legal stuff where it's just he pays out and they settle and we don't hear exactly what happened we don't know how much money was really taken all that stuff and everything is settled out of court and then on top of that if our revenge to man which i'm sure he'll do once it's settled the files will be closed so Pretty sure that once that's all done, it's going to be like a la, you know, not extreme like Paterno and Sandusky, but we're going to be reminiscing like, oh, wasn't that, did yeah. something happen? And look, and we, it's not going to be. We've seen everybody who's taken the falls already. Like Laurinaitis is gone. You know what I mean? L like we've seen those who have been like affected by this and actually have taken the punishment. That's what bosses do. Bosses, ha bosses have the people around them to take the hits. They're the ones that handle everything so that way they come out clean. And that's what Vince has done his career. He's always kept those yes guys around him willing to take everything for him, like to keep to get their hands dirty and Vince keeps his clean. So I think with all that information, as long as nothing emerges for the next, you know, four-ish months, four or five months before Mania, we're going to see these documentaries and we're going to see Vince get crowned at uh, WrestleMania. And then that's it. Then he's done. He's gonna get that grand send off, and then it's like, hey man, I thanks. Think, I don't think he's. I, I think he'll get the grand. If nothing else happens, he'll get the grand send off. But uh, I don't think. I I do not. If everything gets paid off and everything is locked away, I think in the next two or three years, there's gonna be some. He's good. Like you can't tell. You can't tell somebody who's a worker. Okay, stop working. Mm. like the, the, there's 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 no it doesn't it it, it doesn't like i i'm a worker like on my days off i'm working like i i don't know what i don't know what like taking a day like the, my other my my real job um for cbs is like okay then you take the weekend off i'm still working like it doesn't i don't know what that necessarily like i can't imagine not being like having my mind do things so for somebody who's 
a hundred times, you know, beyond what I've done. Like, I can't imagine him. Like, I, I feel like he is plotting his, you know, way back into WWE and figuring out a no. way. And then if there's a capacity where Triple H is still creative and they formulate a story with Vince McMahon, I I feel like that's going to be an even bigger you know, thing. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It's all speculative. We're going to see. And and or mess around. You know, Tony Khan decides that ROH is too much for him. He looks for a buyer. Vince McMahon buys ROH and relaunches it with Austin Theory. How about that? We just have it as this guy. We just, you know. <laughs> Anything. Well, I mean, Tony Khan needs to do something with ROH because if he lets Man. it die on the vine, that would just be completely. Vince's like, I ain't doing nothing. I'll buy your company. And he'll just have like Austin Theory just be the face of the company. Boom. There is. And then he'll uh, compete against WWE. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have Casey. That would that would be an additional addendment to the the docs. Uh, we have Casey yeah. Chet saying it's a win. He's out of the company. And he can relax as an old man in his quote unquote successful marriage. <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, still married. Successful to me. Still married. And then Dwayne saying Vince pulled out, but he's he still won. Um, I guess we're still keeping with the theme as is. Well, he says ROH is a cancer after. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. I mean, well, I mean, Vince pulling out is what pulled him in trouble in the first place. So there we go. Mm. On that allegedly, note. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Um, <laughs> it's Friday. Professor Bonner, where can everybody find you? You can find me, of course, at Bonnerfied on all of the socials. Uh, lots of things in the marketplace you guys can check out in terms of commentary, including Battle Slam, which is on Fight TV right now. Did commentary for that with Caprice Coleman. Um, you can check out uh, the Nightmare Factory uh, Student Showcase Number Seven, available on Nightmare Factory's YouTube page. I think it's got like twenty thousand views or something right now, which is nice kind of crazy video. since it just released like two days ago. So. Pretty crazy, yeah. but check that out. Did commentary for that. This time next week, I'll be with SHW for the four-year anniversary. We've got the DDP Invitational Cup happening. We've got Buff Bagwell, who's going to be there. We've got Teddy Long, who's going to be there. It's going to be pretty crazy. And then we go into a very busy month in October as well. So follow me at Bonafide for all of that stuff. And Mr. McCoy. Yeah, check me out. I'm at Kane McCoy, C-A-I-N-M-C-C-O-Y. Of course, you can follow me on my burner account at Kane McCoy, X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-
<laughs> you are absolutely correct, JD. And ironically, to, to, to tie in to the heel of the day, I actually worked for NBC and they gave me a ridiculous amount of tickets that I never, I literally only have been to the entrance of Horror Nights because I like the wow. music and I used wow. to work on the, the Paramount. And then I would just turn around. I've never been into <laughs> Horror Nights um ever shoot some and, video then leave that's right yeah, yeah and, and it's 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 spectacular but then you have the people coming at you it's like i don't no, i'm good i will not be there um, don't come sure. at me bro yeah that part um other than that thank you guys so much for watching it till next week um thank you for watching women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet ciao y'all women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.